This is a podcast from Rover. Well, a Southland uh, food grower has caused a bit of a stir this week for saying our agriculture sector favours exports over domestic supply when feeding ourselves should be the first priority. So we've got uh, Farmers Markets NZ Vice President Dave Kennedy on the line to talk more about this. Uh, welcome onto the show, Dave. Oh, thanks very much. I'm pleased to be here. Yeah, so you've opened up uh, an interesting discussion here. Well, I hope so. I think it's been one that we've needed to have for some time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so just just give us a bit more of the sort of the grunt, the background to it. Well, I mean, it, it began for, for, for me, from my perspective, by my involvement with uh, the Southern Farmers Market in Invercargill, which was established um, about 16 years ago. And when we began, we were considered to be an authentic farmers market, which meant that 70% of our storeholders were uh, local um, food uh, suppliers and growers. But over time, it's been harder and harder to retain those people as as um, smaller businesses just seem to be pushed out of the, the, the market and, and struggle to survive. The supermarket duopoly obviously didn't help. And um, we've now got a situation where we've got um, no very limited uh, local providers for our our farmers market. And this has been a trend, I think, around the country that uh, many of our farmers markets are struggling to have storeholders providing fresh food. Um, I think a a good case in point is the number of growers that we now have remaining in New Zealand from what we were in the 1980s. I think we've got about 900 growers around the country now when... In the 1980s, we had 24,500, so that's a huge drop. Yeah, hey, look at these stats here. A couple of dec- decades ago, that's remarkable. Eh? Southland could supply 80% of its own food. Now it's about, what, 10%? <laughs> well, that's an yeah. estimate, but, but yeah. I do know that if you go yeah. to any uh, supermarket in Invercargill, you'd struggle to find any local food. Yeah, 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 exactly. Hey, Oh, well, okay, so we're relying on exports could be dangerous, especially with climate change really walloping our food supply, isn't it? That's as simple as that. And, and I think, you know, we have to, to um, look ahead at, at our own food security and food resilience. Um, I know, you know, Southland's a good case in point in that most of our food that, that stocks our supermarkets comes from the distribution centre in Christchurch. If um, a weather event blocks the road and we can't get that food down to Invercargill, I think we've got a, a three-day window before we, you know, there'll be severe shortages. Yeah. Wow. Okay, now farmers' markets are supporting locally grown produce. It's a solution, but how do we get here and compete with export prices? Um, I think uh, a, a really good example would be in Italy. Italy wasn't known as a as a country that had um, a lot of farmers markets. I think um, France and other countries in Europe were, were more highly regarded in that respect. But it was actually the farmers in Italy that got together and said, "Well, let's promote farmers markets." And what they found was that by selling directly to the public, the middleman element was removed. They were addressing sort of local demand and local need. And their profits increased, and the local communities actually had far more diversity and better quality food than they had previously. Because I think the issue is that people have forgotten over time just what fresh food and um, tree ripened fruit actually tastes like compared to the um, things that they can buy at the supermarket, much of which has been in cold storage for some time. Or I mean, we, we import um, strawberries from Australia and the U.S., um, and you can imagine the the flavour and quality of of those strawberries compared to something that's locally grown. 
There's such a difference. I know um, I love going to, and I don't live quite local anymore, but if I go to my parents' place, I love going to the Hawke's Bay Farmer's Market, which is at the uh, showgrounds there. And I always just think it's such a treat because the food is, you, you can talk to the person that's grown it or made it. Um, it's not ridiculously expensive. It's always better quality. And you can find treats or things that you wouldn't be able to get at the supermarket at a market um, and so I always think that it, it's lovely to buy directly from that person and um, even if it, if it did result in me spending a little bit more money um, to have that better produce I would be quite happy to do so. Um, what, what do you think it would take to get more people on board with farmers markets because I think they're fantastic. Well I think it's, it's we just don't have that culture in New Zealand I think mm. um, uh, back in the 1960s when I was a kid, um, most people had their own veggie gardens and pe- the, you know, the supermarket supply wasn't as it is now, so people relied on, on what they could grow themselves. And we've lost that element. We've shifted to supermarkets. Supermarkets are looking for the cheapest um, produce because that helps their profits. Um, but that doesn't necessarily happen to be the best produce. And we've ended up, um, rather than... Um, getting food from smaller local growers who may have a passion for having a lot of different varieties and also um, um, adapting to the their local environment and, and you know, the climates and soils from that region. Uh, we've gone to these large growers that don't grow a lot of variety. And, um, yeah, yeah so, so, so I think um, the consumers are, are missing out and we seem to be pandering to the larger companies that are not necessarily focused and always giving good customer service. So what can we do here? Well, you know, what's the solution? What would you like to see happen? Um, well, one of the issues for other small growers is just having an outlet. And farmers mm. markets tend to be run by um, non-profit voluntary groups. And they often struggle to find a suitable venue to operate from and having, the, uh, you know, um, people to manage the market with the skills to do it well. So um, in centres where local councils have supported farmers markets, they tend to thrive a lot better. And then you've got the distribution angle too, that if you're a small grower living outside from a main centre, it costs a lot to get your produce into um, a market. Um, There's a good example, I think, in Southland where they've got um, this Longwood Loop idea established with an electric van that drives around a whole range of different communities collecting produce. They call it a mobile farmers market. And there's potential for that to grow if smaller growers um, can then connect to another market. It just means that their business can become more viable. I think it, a lot of it is about um, distribution and and um, and where um, people can actually sell their produce. And fa- and supermarkets have basically captured that area uh, to the detriment of, of smaller growers. Yeah, that's such a shame. A mobile farmers market that sounds like a great idea. So. The farmers market. Let's uh, let's all get in behind it because you can yeah, absolutely you can find some gems at the farmers markets. I, the fielding one is the other one I've been to a lot in Hawkes Bay, and they are both brilliant. Best fruitcakes in the world at the fielding farmers market. There is farmers market NZ vice president there, uh, Dave Kennedy. Get in behind and support New Zealand produce and the local uh, farmers markets uh, there. Make sure you do it. You're listening to Rex Real Exchange.